1: Welcome in to the CHGO Bears Podcast on a beautiful, amazing last Thursday of the regular season with my handy dandy trusty friend Gregory P. Allen Braggs. Yep. And my guy, Herb. Hell yes, Howard. What's going on? What's going my on? Guy, my guy Lawrence.
2: My guy, my guy, my guy. Uh, Lang- down the low.
1: Languishing, loving Benedetto. And Adam Hogue in Hoagland. He'll be joining us at about
2: 1230. We're on time.
1: We are on time today on the money. I don't know why mubs is talking about me crying no one's crying over here stop crying Carmen. i don't know what i was crying about but it, it is uh as i was thinking about the show that had 7 000 thoughts about what we could do today because yeah. the bears are the, literally the most interesting team in all of sports Everybody's right talking now about sports.
0: for the second year in a row it's unbelievable the center of the sports world for the second year in a row so let, let's actually
2: start and it's more captivating this year way more captivating way more captivating. well i don't know about that
1: I, I have to go back into my captivation land and figure out because last year was damn ass no, captivating it's, it's way the yeah no you're you're right it's amazing is. how
0: last year's number one pick is going to turn into DJ Moore Darnell Wright and Marvin Harrison Jr. and somebody it, else later hey
1: it might and let's just since you just brought that up as I was Dan Weeder has got a phenomenal comprehensive piece in the Tribune we man he he really he 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 covers a lot of ground on it but you know he underlines what the Bears You know, and we don't need weeds to do this, but he just put it in there. I'm just looking at it today. They turned last year's number one pick into DJ Moore, Darnell Wright, Tyreek Stevenson, this year's top pick, 2025 second rounder. I don't know if it's the greatest trade in NFL history. I mean, maybe the Ricky Williams deal was better. I don't know. This was an un... It's up there. It's up there. It's, up it's there. trending
2: that way, but that's why this decision this offseason will define whether or not it is. Well, right. But he, he...
1: So he has him in position, and everybody's wondering what Ryan Poles is going to do. And so to start the show today, what we titled the show today, like how much does Sunday's game trying to live in this three-month thing that's going to take a while to sift all out like let's just start let's live let's be like Matt Eberflus we're going to be where our feet are our feet are our eyes are also forward but they're not forward to the offseason yet they're forward to Sunday how much does Sunday actually matter for Justin for Luke for Flus for Mm Jalen for Tevin Jenkins Mm -hmm. like like Khalil Herbert maybe sure. like so we so let, let's 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 piece through this why don't we start with the quarterback do you if, if he throws three we'll start here Herb you can go first if he throws three touchdowns and throws for 300 yards and they and and they come back and win in the fourth quarter uh-huh. 27-24 yeah. if that all happens Does that cement that, without a doubt, they're sticking with Justin? On the other side of it, if if they lose 23-3 to and he throws two picks and he fumbles and and it just goes completely the other way, does that cement that it goes the other way and they draft a quarterback?
0: So I, I think it matters, right? I don't want to downplay it too much how much it matters. But as a GM, there's no way you can leverage the future of your franchise on one football game. So, if Ryan Poles has decided, I'm done with Justin, I'm out on him, I need Caleb. There shouldn't be anything Justin can do on Sunday to change his mind. You know what I mean? Like, he can go out there and go 350 for three touchdowns. And, like, you can't, if you've already decided that, you can't get, like, look what he did at Lambeau, and then I'm changing my mind.
2: He'll say thanks for the trade value.
0: Yeah, exactly. Conversely, if he's in on Justin, you can't let Sunday's – Outcome change your mind if you've decided this is the guy who can lead us to a Super Bowl, and then he goes out there and turns the ball over three times on Sunday. You're like, no, he's not. Yeah. I think he's decided already, but I do think it matters.
2: Yeah, I mean, so for me, I agree with the first part mm-hmm. where you say if he's off on him, there's if he's out on him, and he has been since it's been clear he'll have the number one pick over oh, the last I see where couple. This is weeks,
0: going, I don't like it, Brags.
2: Then there's nothing he can do in this <laughs> game. I agree with that, but. If Ryan Poles here over the last few weeks, the pendulum has shifted into Fields' favor, but it's it's right there, sure. you know what I mean? Sure. Then there is a lot on the line for him in this game because if he has nudged him in the – you know what? I might keep you now. But if you lay an egg against Green Bay, it might push it back the other way. So, so,
1: so let's talk about in this conversation – what polls has said which is the totality mm-hmm. of the work right so he is including everything which is why i think it's a fair question to ask mm-hmm. how much does sunday matter like he could look at it like it's one game right or he could look at this stretch and last sunday falcons team by the way that looked like they really didn't want to be there but i'm not trying that sounds like i'm trying to take anything away but like how much is he going to look at the end of the year the bears possibly going from 3 and 8 to 8 and 9 winning 5 of their last 6 justin having some big time games if especially if he has one on sunday like like, to me, like, yeah, you look at the totality, but you also got to look at, like, where are we now? What's
0: happening right now? Yeah,
1: like, that's, I don't, who cares where the where they were at when he threw for one net yards against Cleveland? It's All completely right. irrelevant. Where are you now? So I, so in my mind, and I've been saying, like, I feel like the dude should
0: know, and he has known, and we know who he is, and you're either in or you're out. It's tough to figure out. Like, nobody knew who Jake Arrieta was before 2015. And, sure. and, and everything he did before that ceased to matter thereafter. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. And so, like, you want to you, you want to include the, the whole picture, and you want to talk about 21 and 22, but if you if you only want to talk about the back half of 23, you can do that too. I just think that Ryan Poles, I don't think he cares. I think one of the good things about him, I don't think he cares. I think he has these blinders and earmuffs on, and he has his evaluation, and he has his inner circle of trust. And once he's decided, I think he's got conviction on it, and if that that's, Roquan, here's the number. I'm not moving. We right. got to get rid of Khalil Mack. Whatever we can get for for Robert Quinn, like once he decides what he's on, that's just what he's on, and he tends to stick to it. Yep. I don't uh, think he's decided that in the past couple hours. You
2: nailed it with the word number. To yeah. him, it's a numbers game. Um, like you mentioned with those players, and, and look at how he's handled the Jalen Johnson contract negotiation. Yeah. You know, I think we all understand he's a talented player, but. He's having this back-and-forth battle with him. So it is ultimately going to come down to the numbers, and Justin's contract is looming. No, you don't necessarily have to pay him a four-year deal this year, sure. but ideally, if you were to keep Fields, you are going to eventually have to pay him. So that part enters into the equation, and, ba- and then it balances off how high he is on a guy on the quarterbacks coming out. And if he's high on them, well, then if it's a numbers game, you don't have to pay those quarterbacks, so it could simply come down to the numbers for him. So
1: let, let's just let's take a swing at putting a percentage on how much this game means in the entire evaluation, just for Justin. Sure. One percent, five percent, ten percent, ninety-eight percent. I know we're not going there. Like do, in, in 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 polls, his overall evaluation of the quarterback. This part of it. Five percent. Five percent. Well, that's significant. Five yeah. percent to me is a lot. What do you think?
2: God dang it. This is hard for me to try to decipher. I've never been good at math. Uh, I haven't. I'm terrible at it. Because, like, to me, they. Don't get lost in math. Just I am lost in math. Do you think it's, you
1: think it's it, this, this, this little, or do you think it's like. This these that? many, or
2: these many, bro? Well, as I laid it out before, like, uh, like I think he has more to lose than he does to gain. Mm. So, in that regard, like, I in that sense, I'm trying to make. That's why I was going to say 60%, but you said 5% was a lot. So I don't think, think so. Five. Sixty,
1: you think is so. You think this game is huge. You think this is huge for just totally fair. By the way, you can right. say that.
2: that's fair.
1: More so that's if they lose
2: number. than if they win.
1: Okay, so you think like if it goes, if you you think if, if you it goes, tank this game, you, it's you, you, over. You, you, the writing's
2: on the wall. Okay, okay, so that's you, how feel That's so how I, That's how it feels. Okay, like leaving okay. the Atlanta game like the way this locker room is rallying around Justin right. and and the vibes see, of the team see. it's palpable and it's going to be impossible for Ryan Polso to ignore that in the moment now 2 months down the road once the emotion of the season wears off can he go okay. back to his logical numbers sense of it all yeah yeah, i'm sure that's what could end up happening but as it stands right now there's a lot of emotion that's playing into this so if they beat green bay i think that emotion continues but if you lose to green bay all these vibes that they carried off the field after beating Atlanta kind of dissipate to me. Okay.
0: I, I love the comments you guys are like, I think Steve was like, it's 112 days before we finally have any idea. And someone's like, this is so exhausting. That means we have like 90 more shows to do and have this conversation. Like, well, <laughs> it's, I, it's what it is. I,
1: I, I get all sides of this and it, and it is, it, it is, I guess, supposedly slightly exhausting, but I also, I find it fascinating. It's very fascinating. Like this is, I mean the NFL is fascinated. They w- people are staring at the Bears. What are you going to do? Mo- in in 98% of these circumstances, you're not moving off a 24-year-old quarterback who's trending in the right direction who, has who who's got who's got, who has huge unworldly support. talent. Yeah, unworldly talent and huge support in the locker room yep. and and like to me the most exciting thing uh, about what the Bears could be if they if they stay this course, uh, law give me give me love. Let me give. I'm, I'm just like I, I I feel like what I, I I need a I need a. This is my big car moment of what I think the Bears could be. Um oh. I, I I honestly I honestly I honestly thank you very much. I've been waiting for this moment in time. <laughs> I I, I, I want to be Adam Hoke producer okay. car. Yes, so so. Uh, I look at like the best-case scenario, and, and maybe this is selling them a little bit short, but I don't think it is. I think the best-case scenario, if they decide to stick with Justin, is that they complete what the Derrick Rose Bulls did not. Mm. Justin stays healthy. You're, you're passing on a guy who everyone, if you look at the value in Caleb thinks is up here and you're you're doing it to stay with the guy that's here because you love who he is. Yeah. You, you love the chemistry that you have in your locker room and you, you are going to believe that there isn't some LeBron super team out there that we are good enough. When I add on to this defense and add in Marvin Harrison Jr. that this offense that we are going to sing with a group that is together like most NFL teams aren't and they're going to be the most likable, rootable Bears team, NFL team, professional team that, like, could really, like, captivate a city. If you see, like, you go back to last training camp, everyone's walking and they are all wearing Justin Fields jerseys. Five-year-olds, eight-year-olds, 80-year-olds. And now, like, he hasn't done it on the huge level, but he's done enough where it's a huge conversation point and I just feel like
2: you and the you the fans still love the we fan, want the, fields we
1: want fields chance the locker room so I don't you're 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 choosing like a a a team to me. Right. And, the, and to me, that was, like, the best thing about the Rose Bulls. That was, a, like, it sucked that Derek got hurt and they didn't get over. But, like, as a fan, like, a heartfelt fan, I would prefer doing that than a bunch of super dudes coming in here. And, like, I get over and, and I used to hate LeBron, but now I love LeBron. Yeah. I used to hate Chris Bosh, but now yeah. I hate Chris. Like, this is, like, this is your, these are your guys. You built this. And, like, to me, that that is a romantic NFL story as much as you could possibly get today if they choose to go that way so I like that to me would be the coolest part if that's what they do
0: I watched him at the podium yesterday at Hallis Hall yeah and I don't know what the feeling I had was I don't I don't want to say I was sad or I don't I don't want to go that far with it yeah but I felt like damn this could be his last time at the podium inside the PNC Center at Hallis Hall and I was like that would really suck I yeah. really would not like that, and that's, right. and I, I don't even think I asked him a question because I was sitting there and I was just looking at him like, "Damn, what if he's gone? What if this is the last time he's in here?" And I was like, "That I don't like that," right. and I'm gonna have to, like, I'm going to have to con- like, remind myself to be nice to Caleb when it he gets here. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like, it's not his fault. Yeah. Like, Caleb, I don't dislike you. Right. I just like Justin. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm gonna be like, mm, "Fuck, dude," right? Like, right. <laughs> right? And well, if he's if that's
1: the route they go he's gonna have a big mountain to climb and so I also think like that's a whole that's a discussion that we won't get into today like how do, you know what does that look like Paul's getting comfortable go ahead
2: no I, and I agree with you because like I, I think I mentioned it on the post game show as well to this Derrick Rose comp and I think it's fair I uh, we've I've always kind of compared Justin Fields to Derrick Rose in their demeanor the way they mm-hmm. carry themselves, mm-hmm. you know this kind of silent assassin doesn't get too high, doesn't 100%. get too low, but to your point too. Number 1. The the point I made, I think it was on the post game show was if you ask Bulls fans Would they have rather had LeBron and the super team come here, which felt like for a moment it was about to happen. Mm -hmm, And and I was with you. I did not want it to happen. I even told some of my friends, if those dudes came here, I was going to stop being a Bulls fan for the period of time they were here because I felt like it was selling my soul because I hated LeBron at that point. And it was too much for me to have to, like, Come over to the other side and fake like him while he's on my team. Mm-hmm. And I think if you asked most Bulls fans, if you could have had the super team here and win five NBA championships or only win one NBA championship with Derrick Rose. Every single person in this city would taken Derrick. Yeah. Give me one, one with Pooh for sure. He's our guy. He's Chicago. Right? Now that was a different layer because he was from the south side of Chicago born right. and raised here. He's a Chicago kid. You know, but J- Justin has tapped into that. It
0: feels that you way. You know,
2: it feels that we've way. already adopted Caleb him. is, yeah. there's a picture of him in a high rise in LA. He's on Wendy's and Dr. Pepper commercials. He's already the you know the that kind of vibe is it's that's what it is. It's the vibes,
1: right? And look, Caleb is not LeBron. He would it would be it would be I think the city if he. I don't know, man. I think that's how he's being touted. Well, he listen. He he's not Justin coming out of college. There were three quarterbacks taken ahead of, sure. of Fields. The, you know the Bears had to aggressively come up to eleven to get him. But like three dudes were already drafted. This guy. I mean, unless there's a major upset, is going to be the number one overall pick, and people are going to trade a mountain to get up there, which is why, like, when I'm having this argument, like, the NFL is telling you who's got more value here, and it's Caleb or any rookie quarterback. Like, at at two – you are not going to be able to trade Justin Fields for the two pick. No. you Like, you're no. you're a second and a third for Fields, maybe a first. But the NFL is telling you what the value is here. Sure. So you are going against the grain, man. You are saying, like, I'm sticking with this dude, which the, everyone's telling you that he doesn't, you know, so, which is. Well, because that's the thing. I understand the contract part of that. And right, all well,
2: that, because like, that's. The if they choose to keep Fields the way the locker room is rallied around him, yeah. they will run through a brick wall for him. Like if Ryan Poles yeah. were to walk into a team meeting and go, we're running him back with this guy, they would go insane. They would go crazy. They would go yeah. crazy, crazy for him. Like
0: all those videos when they when they take a kid off walk-on and give him a scholarship. Right. <laughs> like it would
2: be and, – and, and Cole said it, it is a college locker room type of vibe they have going on, and that's palpable. And so with Caleb, you bring him in here – the you are resetting the vibes. Caleb has to earn the trust of the locker room, and how long that's going to take. Like you said, you gotta you gotta remind yourself to be nice yeah. to him. The players, some of the players will too. See, you know, because they're going to look at him and go, you know, you, you ain't the young it. you're the new kid on the block. You ain't nothing until you prove it yeah, to me. Yeah. You know, and and that's a that's a real thing that Ryan Poles has to consider.
0: Hundred percent, man. It makes me sad about like the the three games. The, the three losses, yeah, for sure. Because where, where could they be? You got an eleven win quarterback. You're not talking about running them out of town.
1: Oh, it's so frustrating. It, it, would, st- it would still be a conversation. Listen, I don't think so.
0: Well, may, may, maybe not. I mean, may, b- it, because of the talent coming out, exactly, right? and, I think and the contract and all that. So maybe, but it's it'd be it'd be a tougher sale to say get rid of the guy when we won eleven games. Right, with. Right. Well, oh
2: yeah. If they were making the playoffs. You couldn't say you're getting rid of those three losses so bad. The Cleveland Detroit Denver.
1: You're, you're probably right. But like, even if, if, if they, if if they made, uh, if they made the playoffs and lost and didn't look good, it'd still be a conversation. Sure, It, It just would. Uh, and it's not the same but it is interesting just to think about history in Kansas City and Alex Smith who was 11 and four Truth. and they were right there and the che- and he you know, it wasn't Pauls making the decision but he's a part of the organization and they moved on to Patrick Mahomes it, it's not the, a veteran quarterback versus a young quarterback but that's a quarterback that's having a lot of success over there they were they were right in the mix you could you could have just kept on grinding that thing out but they they, they they took a big time swing but you're
0: talking about Justin's going to be gone like if they, they were willing to they were willing to swing on the draft pick because they loved Patrick Mahomes yes. but they had them both in the building and if Patrick Mahomes wasn't who they thought he wasn't who they thought he was they still had Alex it wasn't until they had their hands on him it was like no yep. he can do it here in our system he's the guy we thought he is then we can get rid of Alex Smith yeah right now there's no scenario in my mind where you have Caleb and Justin on this roster
1: yeah i i've i've heard some people put out there like it's it's uh you know, I don't know why that isn't a possibility. Or like, let's just say that they traded back and they love Michael Penix and they 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 they, they, they throw him behind Justin and you, and you go that way. Like, to me, that's not the craziest thing of all time. If like, if 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 you. I, I, but I don't be, think they're going to. It, it
2: only is because of his age too. Like if I you don't got Penix and this, well, I mean the league cares about his age. Twenty-three actually. Justin's twenty-four. Who cares?
0: Like I, okay, I think that I think that argument's dumb. You mean whose age? Justin's age? No, Penix. Oh. Like if
2: you were to keep Justin and then, you know, how long are you grooming Penix behind Two him? Two years. Like, well, he's like I said. That's how the, you would be looking he's at. It. Like, already, I'm, 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 I'm already I, old enough. I, I'm,
1: I'm picking up the option. I'm running it out through two years, and I'll make my decision then. Am I, am I, am I moving forward, Justin? or am I, I, I going to go with this guy? That he's so he's 25 years old. Who cares? I, I don't think they're going to do that.
0: I don't think so. I don't, yeah. I don't see any yeah. scenario where yeah. that happens.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to get to the flus and the getsy part of this, but uh, first off, it is getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something, Gregory. Gregory yeah we can all have
2: freebird to we, get we, the hell out of our chat yeah uh, okay okay
1: <laughs> let me let me start again it forget about freebird it is getting easier oh, for freebird. business to switch to electric vehicles that's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it
2: yeah that's right um, calm. uh see this is exactly why I'm sorry I'm sorry here I'm trying uh, I'm sorry. No, I got it. I got it. This is. I'm. I'm working Law. on. What this. would you call this? A meltdown. Well, (laughs) is it a loaf? All right. I'm going to start it again. You ready? No, you're not going to start it again because the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Tomorrow, whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense.
1: We love our friends at ComEd. What should business owners do? I'll tell you
2: exactly what you should do, Mark. Go to ComEd.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us. Go to ComEd.com slash clean. Did you just say ComEd.com slash clean? That's exactly what I said. Go now and see how electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come.
1: ComEd.com slash clean. Thanks again to our friend. You know at what Comed. it is? What is it?
2: It's this touchpad. I'm still I, getting I, I, comfortable I, 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 so with don't it. Don't tell me how I was banned from being allowed to use the mouse. So now I have to learn how to use this stupid touchpad.
1: What, what do they say about excuses?
2: It's not an excuse, it's, it's a fact. It's a
1: reason. It's what? hard. O- okay. It doesn't react don't to tell my me, fingers. Okay, don't tell me how rocky, how rocky the water is. Just dock the boat there, big boy. <laughs> uh, shout, shout, shout out to our friends at Empire Today, where you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, mm. quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire Today, it is the best place to get new flooring So, of course, there's a bunch of copycats out there. Empire cannot be beaten on quality, on service, on speed. So, competitors out there, they're going to advertise the low-quality products that Empire, they don't carry that stuff. You want the good stuff. This is a major investment. Get yourself the good stuff. Empire is not going to promise you the lowest prices because anyone who does that is just putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs as a landlord myself by the way you don't you don't want to do that make the investment it's it'll be worth it for you in the in the in your long-term play i promise you they've also got the virtual floor designer which is a great way to see new floors look in any space it's easy you snap a picture and instantly shows you how the floors are going to look in your room so you can figure it all out. It makes, they do it as easy as possible for you. It's a huge thing. Uh, they also have they service their own warranty. So if an issue does happen, you just call Empire. They service all warranties themselves. They're not going to put that out on somebody else. They have a tremendous amount of care in their product. So you don't have to track down some manufacturer's phone number, all of that. This is what you should do. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners get $350 off a solid discount when they use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions do apply, so see Empire today today.com forward slash chgo
0: for details 2300 it's the best phone number in here it is uh
1: hey let's get to a couple super chats here at the duke i see the duke weighing in dollars 49.99 my guy carm the value of caleb right now is of course way higher than fields the key to your argument is, quote, right now, Bryce's value was higher than Fields this time last year. Now, so too, I love the Duke. you <laughs> called him a Rolls Royce and questioned <laughs> passing on him. Whoops. Listen, so um, I love the Duke. OK, uh, so smart. OK,
2: so Carm had like a week where he got a little excited about Bryce Young, but it wasn't like I, I something don't think you. Stuck I don't think, on think I forever. ever. First of all, people are just you saying did for
1: a minute. I called him a Rolls Royce. You did. A Rolls
0: Royce. I don't think
1: the Carm- dude made make that up. Like, he quoted it.
2: Here's the thing, man. Like, you say a lot of I things. I We do a lot of shows. It's p- okay. You, sometimes you get excited. And I do remember when you first turned on the tape of Bryce Young, you did I,
1: get I, excited. I, I, uh, 100%. It's okay. Duke, you're right. I got excited about Bryce Young. I did. I was excited about him. I watched him. It was exciting. There is. So were the That's Carolina Panthers. We drafted him one overall. I, the, the, dude, here, here's the thing. You are trying to win a Super Bowl sometimes you got to take big swings. It would be a huge swing if they take Kalen. I don't That's
0: know what- I don't know why you all. This isn't about the Duke just in general. I don't know why you all get so defensive about the shots that come in like on Twitter or in the comments like we do how many hours of, of, of Bears talk here sometimes you're going to say something that doesn't absolutely happen the way you thought it might have happened and I don't I'm not going to I don't have to walk it back like that's what I I, that's what, I say what I said oh yeah I've
2: completely embraced the flip-flopping for this whole Caleb I, versus Justin I, thing and I, I just I I've, I've, at I've all,
0: by the way I've I, been and that's fine. And,
2: I, and, and if you want to yeah. stand on one side of it that's fine but like, Like I've said, I said to Corey and I've said a few times before, I'm going to be honest about this thing. And right now, my answer is I don't know. So every day I'm just going to change my answer and drive everyone insane. I I bought
0: beer for the entire beat last year. For the entire Bears beat last year, I bought beer because I bet in training camp that a receiver whose name isn't even popping in my mind right now was going to have like 40 catches or something like that. And they end up cutting him. Who was the, the, that's Newsome. I thought uh, Daz knew the kid from North Carolina last year was going to have like forty <laughs> catches, and Maybe I bet three. the entire beat beer on it. And I was like, "Yeah, they cut him," and I had to bring beer for everybody. But
1: to Duke's overall bigger point, yes, it, it, that's right. His value right now because there is the unknown, and they and they don't and you don't know what he is. But if he turns into what you want him to be, which is Patrick Mahomes or Patrick Mahomes light. There's no way you'd get him for what you could trade for him right now. Right. You would have to give up 10 first-round picks to get Patrick Mahomes and make him right. your general. So, so you're, that's why you don't make the trade, because you think he's that. And when you watch him play and run around and make insane plays, you see that. Now, you also see... A million other things that Ryan polls has to sift through. Like you lost to UCLA, you didn't, you didn't. You didn't do the press conference afterwards. You're making a million plus in NIL money, and you can't talk to the media after that.
0: That ain't gonna resonate particularly this, well. This ain't the place for that. Like yeah, uh, you, the right. media don't. The media don't put up with that. The fans don't put up with that. This is Chicago, bro. You can't be like that. Right. We don't play that shit we right. just don't
1: right I, I don't want to make a whole conversation about caleb too but anyway uh bear uh but maybe we. but here. to your
2: point of like why we respond to the people in chat Twitter. for me personally yeah. i give everyone all the smoke all day long Let's so go. free bird want to talk that smack in the chat i'm gonna bring it right back into your kitchen i love it i'm just fun. a very competitive person i can't help myself you you you
1: no one wants to Scream in the chat Or scream on Twitter Or scream wherever you scream More than you British bear <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bill Y'all, sh- y'all should have saw
1: leave how-
2: me in the spaces Freebird,
0: Y'all should have saw How Braggs <laughs> Walked me down At training camp <laughs> one day, when we were we, we the you back and forth, he called
2: me a liar because you were lying. He called me and, a liar, and, 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 then, and then I and hated then, it.
0: And then we settled on, we settled, we settled on one of, we, So we were doing the chase Claypool thing back and forth, and he was like, he was dominating camp. And I'm like, he's lying. He's not dominating camp. So he's like, you called me a liar. So we we're, we're leaving camp one day. He's like, he's like, you got a minute? I'm like, yeah. So I'm thinking we're just talking because we kind of cool, whatever. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'll walk you out, and you, you know, you know where the parking lot is, yeah. you know, during training camp. So we walked this half a mile thing, and he's like, listen. You know that he, he would have walked you to downtown
2: goes, Lake Forest. He goes, because we're talking about Claypool, I go, you like, called me a liar with Dan like, Weaver. And he goes, well, you're either an idiot or you're a liar. And I go, Herb, I'd rather you think I'm an idiot than you think I'm a liar. Exactly. Don't question my integrity. <laughs> he's like, you call me a liar. I, said, I know I'm an idiot. Said, you,
0: you, you are lying. He's like, I'm not lying. I say, okay, you're either a liar or you're an idiot. Like, whatever. He's like, <laughs> Well, maybe i'm an idiot but i like, am not lying. <laughs> <a liar. laughs>
1: that's ama- that's that i i would have paid to we f- the so it no. should have been Love filmed it. honestly uh, uh okay moving along here cuz we got ho coming up at 12:40 and i want to get through fluce and getsy real quick if we can british bear phil Cundy. caleb's not proven JF has proven his quality time is is quality is that right? time and time again. What what would be worse? Caleb can't handle pressure. Thank you, Law. Caleb can't handle pressure. We struggle or we watch JF destroy us playing for another team. Love you guys. Uh, I, I don't want to think about that one. Like C- Caleb comes here and he's you took the swing and he's terrible. And Fields is out winning games. It's gonna it, 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 either one of those happens. It's gonna feel well, terrible. That's where like it's a, it's a huge admit- gamble either way.
2: Well, that it is a huge gamble either way, but. The locker room has a better or a higher propensity of splitting if they move on from Justin, and then Caleb struggles next year and Justin is doing well somewhere else. It would The split won't happen right away. There will be people that are pissed off. There will be people that question Poles' decision. But if it gets to the season and the results, yeah. that's where the players, because they're not going to be going to the podium and having the media going, how come you guys are bad this year? They're going to go, well, he did this to us.
1: from Chris. The decision on QB has not been made yet. In his opinion, Poles is going to evaluate every option. It's what any good GM would do. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Keith Chow, $5. Poles is also a character guy, too. Remember passing on Jalen Carter. In that sense, Justin Fields is greater than Caleb Williams. Also, brick by brick is now a Tremaine Edmonds copyright.
2: Listen, I've never owned... No. He's a big brick by brick proponent, and I respect him for that i even gave him a shirt at camp because i know how much he embodies that mentality i appreciate that so i it's not a copywritten thing brick by brick has been a term been around probably since they built the pyramids it's it's a it's a it's a bricklayer's term so i I I didn't create it either out the
1: pyramids uh all right hey we'll get to more supers before we get we'll get to all the supers before we get out here but let, let me just let me just throw out does it matter in any way shape or form what happens on Sunday for Matt Eberflus?
0: No, he's the coach next year. You think he's
1: So they get they lose 30 to 3, 40 to nothing. He's the 40 coach. 40 to nothing. Year. Flus is coming back. Yeah. Brags?
2: Yeah, I think so too. There's still this part of my heart that so. wants to hold on to the Jim Harbaugh dream. But even if that was the case, that has nothing to do with the implications of how this game goes, win or lose for Eber Flus. If they really, if Harbaugh wins the national championship and he gets on the phone and says, I want to coach the Bears. I thought he ma- signed
0: that deal. No? no, he hasn't signed it. Oh. No,
2: he signed an agent oh, okay. that's heavily tied to the NFL and maybe he's doing that for leverage. If Harbaugh comes
0: or, or Tomlin and the Steelers divorce, I will walk to Hallis and personally move Flus' stuff out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for those two. Other than that, he'll right. be back. And
2: so those two decisions, I think, supersede any kind of implications in this specific game for that decision.
1: Well, and and Hogue said yesterday on the show, and I agree with him, if Jim – if the Bears wanted Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh would take this job. I think that's right. Mm. I just don't think that the Bears – Have the organizational mindset, if you will, to bring in a guy like Jim, pay him ten, eleven, twelve million dollars, whatever it would take. Kevin Warren aren't
0: bears guys. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe the previous regime this would have been like a more of a draw, but
1: that's fair. But I also I like everyone tells me that, and maybe they're wrong, but I keep on hearing it. Kevin Warren doesn't like Jim Harbaugh. I hear that all the time.
2: See, I haven't heard. I've seen one person actually put that out as a report. I've been waiting for Adam Rittenberg to chime in on that cuz he's a guy that's heavily, you know, covers the Big 10. I haven't heard anyone in the Bears beat say this. I like, have a hard time believing it, but I keep but people keep saying it. Like if I, it so was I, if it was if that was 100% true, I feel like there'd be more reports about it.
1: But you don't hear any like the Bears are interested in that's Harbaugh.
2: That's the other half of it too. Uh, yeah. So we and, haven't heard and, any whispers and, and, like, "Oh, they're they're flirting." So I've given up on the Harbaugh dream. Okay. Um to right. an extent.
1: Okay, so every, you completely. guys think the flu is back, period. End yeah, story. I okay. I mean, how can you not? You look in at the, the way defense. The defense but yeah, is exactly. Well, I mean, and Montez Sweat going to the Pro Bowl, Jalen Johnson going to the Pro Bowl, and the Bears on the TJ their getting uh, snubbed. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Which one? Who got snubbed? TJ. Well, Edwards. DJ, too. That's who? what he
0: said. Oh, DJ. Did I say thought you DJ said DJ or TJ. TJ. I said TJ Edwards. DJ. Snubbed. Okay. Yeah. DJ Moore. Big All. snub.
2: <laughs> Well, it's a tough room to make.
0: That's a tough room, man. I saw those six. I saw those six receivers that he's yeah. in that conversation I, I got with. It. Those I, numbers are right, it's okay. just tough. Fair,
1: fair enough. Enough. Is
2: that just strictly fan voting that makes you in, or is no? There, because, is that no just it's a third. The yeah.
1: third. Fans is his third. Uh, I'm just thinking about guys who've had. A, it's. It's. I don't. I'm not. Oh, saying he's that, definitely that. deserving. I'm not. Yeah. It's and, just and, and it also t- sort of underlines like what Marvin Harrison Jr. would be like a
0: true number one elite I think by 2025 he's your he's your best receiver right and it, it, it DJ's your second best receiver that is good nuts Lord. yeah
1: it's, it is you know that's, what I mean that, that that's that's it's good exciting stuff. to think about all right honestly.
0: so um,
1: Luke Getze. yeah is there the Bears win the Bears win 30 to, to 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 whatever sure they put up 30 points sure has he saved his job is Getzy coming back?
2: I think he's the one of the three where a w- big win has the biggest implications of him moving forward.
0: Yeah, I think he's, so, I think he's tied to the other decisions. You know what I mean? Do yeah. you really? Especially with, with Justin. I'm not sure about that. I think, I think Justin and, and Luke are tied. I don't, think, I don't think that Floose and Luke are necessarily tied together. But I think Justin and Getzy are tied together. If you bring back Justin, you don't give him a new O.C. And I also don't think I also don't know that if you get rid of Justin, you let Luke handle Caleb. You know what I mean? I don't know that you put Caleb in Luke's hands either. So I think Justin and and Getzy are probably tied together. See, I could see a scenario just trying to
1: read the tea leaves until two
2: weeks ago. I thought like Getsy was going to be gone for sure. Well, now it's trending the other way. Uh,
1: the way that Matt Eberflus has talked about this, and he's you know we'll make those decisions after the year, and he's just it hasn't. I he said I love Luke, I love Lamp,
0: but it's the death knell in the Bears when they love somebody. The way I, the they're w- on their way out.
1: Yeah, the way I, the <laughs> the way I'm hearing it, and maybe I'm maybe I'm not right about it, but I I I got to I just, I feel like there is a, there is a scenario where they few, give Justin they, the new OC. Yeah, I I think they. I think or somebody else. My guess is that they would go out. Mm. Um, But I I don't, I, that again, obviously just a guess. Yeah. But I, I I think that, uh, I think Sundays, it's interesting because has the, I, I, is the decision, I think. I think Luke's climbing uphill right now. That's 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 my that's my impression. Yeah. Can he climb up? They 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 have a huge performance. Can can poles get to a point? Can they all get to a point where we feel comfortable with this? Like Getsy when he's talking right now, it just it he feels wobbly at that podium. Flusse is like. The most comfortable dude going. Did you see the video the Bears put out with him? And the fake, like, they, they they bring Montez Sweat into the room. And they're like, we want you to look at this play. And then they then they pop up on the screen. You made the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the hugs and polls and everyone's in there. It, it There's so much love in that room. And they did the same thing for Jalen. I mean, they are – polls – I mean, fluce just looks – as comfortable as he possibly so is. He's got his feet up on the table, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, I don't, I, he does, exactly. <laughs> he's I don't, had I, it for
2: a few weeks now. And, yeah. and, I, and
1: I don't see that with Luke. I just, yeah. He feels much more wobbly to me when he's talking. Yeah. So. Well, some
2: of his comments today about his relationship with Justin yep. were signs of a little more comfort. <laughs> You're going to have that after a big win against Atlanta. Uh, so I, I just think uh, if, if they are to beat Green Bay as convincingly as they did against Atlanta, send Green Bay packing, and they are going to this – Pendulum is moving towards running it back with Justin and Eberflus. I think Getzie becomes a package deal with that for the sake of the chemistry building and the continuity and the momentum heading into next year.
1: Percentages I mean, on, on on how much this game means to Luke in his return.
0: Whatever whatever it is for Justin.
2: Luke, 100%. You think it's a They just dropped ha- 37 he, points on the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. In tough weather, you are playing a Packers defense that is, like, ranked 30th in DVOA. You're going to make a decision on Luke Etsy
1: based on one game is what it's you It's not said. based
2: off one game. That's You're simplifying the answer. Okay. It's based off of the trend over the last, you know, few weeks and where it's – they're finally starting to come together, you know, it, it, it's – it would be a risk. But I, my prediction is if they do run it back with everybody, that they hire Frank Reich as an assistant head coach and let him be, because if Eber, Eberflus still wants to call plays defensively, then you can have Frank Reich, who has head coaching experience, help uh, Matt Eberflus on the sidelines, and he can also help Luke Getze with the things that he has his shortcomings with.
1: So this is what Luke said on, on Fields today. If you missed a quote, we have a great relationship. We work really well together. He inspires me daily with his mentality, his focus, his faith, all that stuff. And we're bringing in the Almighty on this quote. <laughs> we we have a really good relationship, and I think Justin's future is super bright.
0: That is as big. I'm telling you, they're married, man. That is
1: as. Or
2: he knows Fields is coming back, and he's like, please. Save me. I'm with Justin. you. I'm with you. Save me. I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> remember, remember I helped you get to this point. That's
1: that's as big of a hug as you could as one dude can give
0: to another dude. That is that is that is love right, right there. They are they are married. I think they both come back or neither of them come back.
1: Okay. All right, Hope coming up in a second here. Uh, but first, oh, I want to I want to tell you about our friends. My friends. My our close Our friends. Ab- our friends. Yes, they're your friends too. Friend of ours. But I like to, I want to be best friends with them. I want them to love me the most. Uh, that would be Midtown <laughs> Athletic Club. Me guy. <laughs> I'm a me guy. Four Chicagoland locations Palatine in the northwest suburbs, Bannockburn in the north shore where I've been hanging out a lot, Willowbrook in the southwest suburbs, and Midtown Athletic Club Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park where Braggs and his family spent some quality time. That's right. Uh, Midtown. Palatine is launching a multi-million dollar transformation. Uh, Midtown right now, for those of you who have been sitting on the Midtown Athletic Club fence, but thinking about playing tennis with me or yoga with me or spin class with me or boxing class with me or just sitting there on the computer and talking bears with me, you can do it all. They have a great lunch. Midtown's offering no initiations fees this January at their Bannockburg, Palatine, and Willowbrook locations. No initiation. So... Look, if you're single, if you're a family with kids, if you're just someone who's looking to make some lifestyle changes, it's all there right for you. I mentioned it all: high-intensity interval training, the yoga, the boxing, the cycling, the training. Get yourself in the best shape of your life, or even just a a ten percent better shape. Also, the best tennis courts and programming, by the way, It's just I I love it. So head over to midtown.com forward slash chgo find out more and tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you.
2: That's right, and I also want to tell you guys about Foco. Our guys, F-O-C-O, make sure you use the code C-H-G-O-10 on all non-presale items. Get fitted out in the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Uh, baseball season's coming up here in a couple months. Training camp right around the corner, or, or spring training, I should say, right around the corner. You know, football season, basketball season, hockey, any sport, everything you need for a game shirts hats polos bags uh set decorations that you see here around the set foco has donated some of those awesome pieces for our set so they showed us some love make sure you go show them some love check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items once again use the promo code chgo10 for 10 percent off all right
1: let's bring in our guy adam ho covering the bears today from hoag remote Hoagie, let's start with the offense. I know we got a lot to cover here, so we've been talking about Luke Getzey going up to Lambeau. How do you? What do you? What did? What did we learn, if anything, today about how he's going to attack the Packers, perhaps differently than he did in Game One on the road late in the season?
3: Well, I think the big question um, in my mind is just how they handle this zone scheme that the Packers run. I mean. It, I give them all the credit in the world for what they did against the Falcons last week. Um, I think it was a a good box to check because that's a pretty decent defense. It was not like it was a pushover game Um, and they, they performed really well. And I thought Gatsy had his best game of the entire season too. just in the play design plays off of plays decisions that were made throughout the game. Um, it, It was a good game plan but this is a zone defense now. And traditionally, honestly, even going back to the Mitch Trubisky days was Trubisky or fields. Like these guys have thrived more against man coverage. Um, And a lot of that has to do, obviously with when you play man, you turn your back to the quarterback and that's a dangerous thing to do uh, against Justin Fields. And that's not what this Packers defense is going to do. They're going to play with their eyes forward. They're going to be have. They're going to keep their, eyes on Justin Fields the entire time, whether that's him running or him throwing. And he, it's all about timing. It's all about rhythm. And when we talk about Justin Fields weaknesses, we talk about timing most of the time. Um, and so that's really the thing that I'm just focused on it. And in terms of honestly, what you guys were just talking about, I think this game does matter. I, I, I don't think the decision's already been made. I don't know what percentage of the pie this game carries not only do I think it carries more than most, I think it should not only is this your biggest rival and you have not beaten the Packers in your career, but also the style of play. Can you do what you did last week against the Falcons against this defense, which, Oh, by the way, hasn't even been playing that well. So if there was a zone defense that you should be able to pick apart and have a good game against, to me, it's the Scream Bay Packers team right now.
2: Was there any talk about, how much different they're playing now from when they played them week one and how they'll approach that differently, you know, because it just felt like they were trying so hard to make Justin Fields a pocket passer earlier in the year. And I would imagine they're going to try to attack this much differently this time around.
3: Yeah. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, i I mean, no, there wasn't talk about that. Luke Getz he's not going to get up there and give us his game plan uh, as much as I would definitely <laughs> appreciate you know, having a copy of the call sheet ahead of time. Um, But that's kind of common sense. It's a good question. If I'm the Packers, I'm not expecting Getse to call a game the way he did week one. Um, They need to be doing more of what they've been doing as of late, getting Justin Fields on the move, not being afraid to to use the quarterback run game. Um, These are all things that we know. Not only does he play better, with, but the, it just, it's the style of play that this offense should be using with the weapons they have at hand. Now, one other note, that doesn't necessarily have to do with, with Justin, as much as it does that guy that just popped on the screen there with his thumbs up, um, DJ Moore, great timing law. That was phenomenal. I'm going to, um, I mean, <laughs> if the, I mean that, it was like, he was reading my mind there. Um, the, the success DJ Moore had in the slot last week. First of all, I loved it. Like you have a dynamic talent like that. I didn't use that. It should. It honestly shouldn't have taken Darnell Mooney to be out to do that, but whatever we're here. You did it. It works. I'm fascinated to see if how much they do that this week. It looks like Mooney don't have today's injury report yet, but he didn't practice yesterday. I'm guessing he's not playing. Regardless, with Jair Alexander back after his one game suspension for not being a captain, which was hilarious, uh, but also being a captain at the same time. <laughs> Remember a couple of years ago um, when they moved Devontae Adams around? To avoid Jalen Johnson, right? Like, and Jair Alexander's a little bit more proven to be able to move around, but that's the type of same type of concept. Like, yeah. you, this is now you have the veteran good wide receiver in this matchup. How are you going to use him as a chess piece within the offense to create more favorable matchups, which they did successfully last week?
2: Yeah, only two catches in the first matchup against Green Bay. Yeah. So,
0: Hulk, you, 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 <laughs> You're moving the ball on me a little bit in terms of my opinion about how important this game is. I think i said it it's somewhere around 5%, which I think is a pretty good number, but I do think that polls probably has my made up. When you talk about this matchup specifically, and you talk about stylistically and how they play also this being a division game, right? The bears out, the bears outplayed the lions twice. They beat Minnesota in Minnesota. And if you get another win against green Bay at Lambeau, you go into next season like, yo, we this should be our division now, right? And now you can talk about taking the north and never giving it back. I think for that reason, it does matter a little bit more. So maybe I'll go six percent because because is so smart.
2: <laughs>
3: Three straight division <laughs> wins time hey, a year. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's get in the minutiae. Go ahead. By the way, Herb, just real quick. I mean, five percent of the Plus overall you're... evaluation. That's still a big. That's still it's a huge a big, number for another. one game. Yeah. It, it, it's honestly probably more than it should be. I'm just saying, like it it. There should be weight, extra weight put on Packer games, in in my opinion. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. Let me let me have you answer the question, then we'll get back to what happened today. Who do you think between fluce Fields, and Getzey has the most on the line on Sunday?
3: Fields. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Justin Fields. I think fluce is back. Uh, I'm not saying that Getze's evaluation is done here by any means. I just think that, you know, Luke Getze, he'll find another job. He he'll be in the league. You know, even if he's, and I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be fired if they lose or anything. I'm just saying, like, it, we're, what's the worst case scenario for all of these guys based on the outcome of this game? Like Getze, you know, maybe he'll go join the Jets and hang out with Aaron Rodgers, and you know, everything will be fine. Um, Justin Fields, it. it and I still think Justin Fields, even if he ends up somewhere else, you know, will have another chapter to his career. But I also think that Justin Fields wants to be here. I think he wants to keep building what's going on here with this bears team. Um, And yeah, I, I, I think, of those three, it is, it is Justin Fields. And that also don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everything's riding on this game. I, that would be stupid to go about your business where it's all riding on this one game. Right. Um, but as I'm just said earlier, I do think there's weight here, both in terms of the, the opponent and the scheme that you're playing against and what's on the table as a potential to prove, to prove here.
1: So one little minutia on the scheme, I I've been annoyed this season. Just watching a guy like who's five foot five and weighs 150 pounds, Tyler Scott, being asked to block. He's also being asked to block in the tush push, which I guess was covered today. And why they're yeah. they're choosing to put that guy in that sp- position.
3: It's a great great explanation from Luke Getzy. Um These are the types of scheme questions that i love when coaches are actually willing to answer them because it's not giving away any secrets it's just explaining to the fan base something that looks confusing when you see it in live action and in this case it's why do you have your tiny rookie receiver pushing justin fields on the tush push so he's lined up behind as one of the guys pushing when it's like, can we get some big guy there to, to he help strong enough to move Justin? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Justin's way bigger than Tyler Scott here. You know, I, I mean, if I tried to push Justin around, it's he's not going anywhere. Right. So right. um, it's a completely fair question. I also think the answer that Luke Getze provided is also completely fair because what it, also what the bears have been doing here on the tush push. And this is an important part of the tush push that probably doesn't get talked enough about is they hustle to the line of scrimmage and the Eagles do this too I think most teams are doing this and and the point of that is to not allow the defense to substitute so think about maybe you're in a third and long situation um and you pick up six yards Well, third and long, you're probably in 11 personnel. You might even be 10 personnel. They have smaller guys on the field in that situation because they're probably in their pass rush personnel. Okay, you pick up six. Now you're in fourth and one. Well, now both teams have smaller personnel on the field, but it's in your best interest as an offense to not let the defense get out of what they're in. So like anything else in football, there's pros and cons to it. By rushing to the line of scrimmage, you're trying to run this out of perhaps 10 personnel, 11 personnel. And that just means Tyler Scott has to be one of the, you're going to have a smaller guy back there. Um, And that's why sometimes you've seen the bears run this with Cole Komet pushing where they're in heavier personnel. And sometimes they're in smaller personnel with Tyler Scott. And it's just based on what they're in the down before. So you could, the alternative would be like, well, sub out of it anyway. Well, now they get to sub out of it too and get, you know, perhaps their big, their big ass nose tackle back in the game, depending Cole, on the situation. You probably
0: rewatched the game more than I have since Sunday. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong here. I thought he brought. I thought he subbed them in, which is which is Possible. still It doesn't change the point. I still like the point of you 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 yeah. you're getting you're getting the defense's small personnel. It Doesn't change the point. But I think he went a step further, and I think he brought them in so he can get you know a nickel package or whatever to be able to do it.
3: And I'd have to go and double check that because I wasn't even on. This wasn't even on my radar today until the question was asked and answered. Yeah. And I thought it was a good answer. And in that case, that would have been a great follow-up if if that's indeed the case. But I, it's just still, regardless, it's a good explanation for why sometimes you have different players in the backfield than others. Um, and there's pros and cons like every other football X's and O's, you know, play. There's always some of this going on, and and so I like hearing about it.
1: Shout out whoever asked that question. You want to give some credit? I didn't hear it. I think it was. A-
3: I don't know, guys. I'm not there today. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know if you'd but I'm you, in my office. No, I,
1: I, I see. You, I well, I, I thought. I don't know, you, know if you noticed. I thought you might have heard it, but so, but, but I. It feels like a Cronin, but maybe it's not a Cronin. Uh, all right, whoever it was, congratulations.
2: Yeah, just want to flip it to the other side of the ball. You know, with Jordan Love having a big day here last week against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. You know, week one, some of my biggest issues. Maybe are understandable because we didn't have Montez sweat, but couldn't get to the quarterback playing a lot of zone playing back on third and long, you know, giving up way too much space, Uh, you know, entering this game. You know, obviously the defense is playing much better. You know, what kind of problems do you, does it feel like the defense can present itself with, you know, Jordan Love this time around?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I I was just on the radio in Wisconsin and that's uh, their big concern up there is just how different this defense is. Um, And I would argue that the Bears defense is the best unit on the field on Sunday, um, which is the same way I felt last week and the same way I felt in in a lot of recent weeks. And the the value of, of that reality and something this city knows well and one of the few things we can lean on in this town is the way the Bears play defense When they have their good defenses it gives them a chance i mean the 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 few good you know teams that the bears have had over the last 30 plus years is when they've had good defenses and you knew going into the game they were going to give you a chance to win um as it turned out we thought the bears defense was going to look like this for most of the year and they laid an egg in week one um and for most of the first you know few games of the season it was not the unit that we thought it would be now some of that was injury um if i remember right they didn't have kyler gordon in that first matchup didn't he start the year out right. or did he get hurt or did he get hurt in that game i forget but he was dealing with an injury earlier kyler gordon, um, he got hurt during that game yeah. yeah that's right so um so there was some injuries on the back end but there was also youth on the back end and there was just the reality they did not have a pass rush so having montez sweat as I just told the guys in Wisconsin is the most simplistic uh, black and white answer you can give when someone asks you why this defense has been different in the second half. And he's, it is a different unit and it's going to give the bears, regardless of the outcome in this game, it's going to give the bears a much better chance of winning than they ever had in week one when they came out the way they did.
1: By the way, quick Google search if you go Kyler Gordon injured. I was trying to see if the play would pop up. Gordon underwent surgery on his broken hand Thursday. Adam Hogue of all CHGO.com reports. You got credit for the report by CBS. CBS Sports Brother. That's
3: our guy. What was the thing that came up? Oh, remember we were talking to Cole Komet the other day yeah, and uh, someone extra put fingers? The the fit 12 fingers and something? Someone tweeted at me later because we were all like, what the hell is he talking about? Someone going back to the draft there was a report that Khalil Herbert was born with 12 fingers and still had an extra toe or something. Yeah, he's got and the six re- toes. Yeah, and the reporter that reported that was Adam Hoke. But he didn't remember. <laughs> and I had no idea. I, it, it, it's <laughs> like when, you, when you're forgetting your own reports, it's just it, – embarrassing
1: is this one says according to hoag the team's hope is that gordon will be able to return in week six after he misses the required four games on injured reserve you had you were reporting on their hope buddy congratulations well and and Hogue, to your man. point
2: about young players you know on the back end jervon dexter also like, yeah. look at him He's come on. Day from week one to now. Yeah, So, it's exciting.
0: I mean, they were developing chemistry in the middle of the field. They had two new linebackers, right, trying to get used to playing with each other. Like, there was a lot still coming together for this defense. And then, like Oaks said, the biggest piece, Montez Sweat, fluce takes over the defense. This is, It's a different defensive unit all, all together. It really is. Tyreek is so much better than he was. No, there's, they're, they're –
1: I mean, it's one of the best. They're they're headed to being one of the best defenses in football, depending on what they do in the offseason. That's
0: legit. For real, for real.
1: Hey, uh, anything special teams interest? I heard that Richard Hightower was
3: emotional today, Adam. (laughs) He he, he borderline emotional is how I would describe it. Um, He was discussing the kick six that the Falcons almost got before halftime, which was an interesting follow-up to the discussion from two weeks ago when The bears did not opt for that kick in Cleveland and Richard Hightower explained the reason why they were outside the monster kick line. There were some good questions asked today about why they attempted that kick when, um, young had missed two kicks in that direction already in that game. Um, and without saying it so blatantly, you could tell what Hightower's point was, was, our kickers better and we who's able to kick farther so that's why we tried it um it now it ended up being a little short he was happy with the kick he thought that cairo santos got all of it um and it just came a little short which as as he explained two weeks ago with this idea of monster kicks you know when you're kicking them it might be a one in ten chance you even make it right. so you better be ready to cover which is what they were they they i mean that you practice it all the time. Now the emotional part came in with, he was just really happy with everyone's effort on the play. He just, he singled out Lucas Patrick. He singled out Robert Tanyan, who was en- ended up being the guy that got him down. I think then yeah. um, just nobody gave up. You're in a situation where you have 300 pound linemen running around trying to chase who's usually the fastest player on the field. And that's why a lot of times you see these kick six kick sixes happen. Now, I thought a good follow-up question. I think it was Nick who answered, who asked it, was why didn't the Falcons put Cordarrelle Patterson back 100%. there? One hundred percent. Like, and I don't have the answer for that. And and I kind of giggled at Hightower's answer because he was like, I, I don't know, basically like that's what I would have done. Um, so in fact, he even brought up Devin Hester in that moment, which bringing us back to Sunday was why my reaction to that play was what it was, which was. This is why Devin Hester's a Hall of Famer, because he would have made that look easy. But regardless, the emotional part was just he was so proud of his guy's effort in that moment to get him down. It was a big play.
0: I I, I asked Cairo about this in the locker room right after the game. And he he said everything hook said. He said, I hit the ball perfect, right? He said I hit it exactly how I wanted it to. It just didn't, just didn't make it. But he said that the win was kind of flipping. On Sunday. And it was, right? One, one minute you look up the flag that way. Yep. Next minute you look up the flag drill that way. He said, on the sideline, and uh, there was a thing, they were trying to, you know, get Flusa's answer on why they kicked it. And Flus was like, I can't remember. It might I think it was Joe Lewis who asked him. And Flus was like, you think the wind was blowing in his face? He's like, no, you're wrong about that, right? And they were making it like Flusa was wrong or lying. And he really wasn't. Cairo said on the sideline, the wind was at his back. He said, I walk on the field. He said, like I do all the time, I grab the grass, I throw it in the air. He said, the, the grass came right back in my face. And then I looked over at, at Hightower, and it was like it was just too late. So we had to go ahead and kick the ball. But he said, I hit it perfect. And I was like, well, why didn't, why didn't Cordero Patterson know that? He was like, I don't know, but I'm glad he was. Because they got him down with like basically like three arm swipes. I think Rob got a – Tonya got a swipe, and Cairo and might have got a swipe, and Lucas might have got a swipe. Cordero runs through all of those swipes. You know what I mean? And scores. He shouldn't
1: have
3: fallen, yeah. uh,
1: no doubt about it. Yeah.
3: And and this is getting a little uh, way inside special teams, but that's a real thing, and one of the reasons why Soldier Field is considered, you know, the toughest place to kick, um, is the wind swirls. It can change direction, even if it's not changing direction, you know, consistently outside the stadium. It swirls inside. And one thing I can also tell you from coaching that you have to take into account is sometimes when you do the grass thing, yeah, the wind up high, can be different from where it is down low. Cairo 411. (laughs) Yeah, you got to pay attention to those flags. (laughs) So, you know, even that grass little thing you do doesn't always tell you what the true wind direction or strength is. So
0: everybody knows that, like, Hightower loves Hulk more than anybody on the beat, but I think he might like me second. And I and I, I bumped into him in the locker room after the game too, and he was like, "Yo," know, I was like, "Yo." The the kick, I was because I I had just got done talking to Cairo, so I told him what Cairo said, and he was like, "Listen, that's why like I give y'all so much information." He's like, "I told y'all the truth about the Cleveland thing." He's like, "I give y'all all the information. I'm telling you what's going on." I'm like, "I appreciate it, Coach. Thanks, man."
1: <laughs> there we go. Well, I love Richard Hightower. Uh, hey, two more things. We can't. We can't cut off special teams conversation, Trent and Gil got some love. And what are they doing by the way, uh, with the Patrick scales injured situation, who's going to be the long snapper?
3: Yeah. So I, I was surprised to hear this. Um, and I wasn't, obviously I wasn't there to ask, uh, what might've been my follow-up, but, uh, Hightower mentioned that Fluce named Trenton, Gill the player of the week, the last two weeks. Now I'm guessing that special teams player of the week and not overall player of the week. That would have been my follow-up just to clarify. Um, But the point is, and the question came from just how Trenton Gill has been struggling right this season, but he has been better the last two weeks. And Floose did mention even after that Cardinals game, the punts that helped them, you know, with field position to get back in that, or not get back in the game, but to you know help close the deal in the second half. Um so Gill has bounced back the last couple of weeks. I just think that's important to note going into the offseason because a few weeks ago I think we were all wondering, man, do the Bears have to add punter to their list of needs in the offseason? And and maybe they'll still look at that, maybe they'll still bring in some competition. Um but it, I just thought that was notable. And then also, yeah, let's not ignore this long snapper situation this week um because Patrick Scales is dealing with a foot injury. And part of being a long snapper is you have to be able to cover on punt. So if you can't run, you 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 might still be able to snap the ball on field goal potentially. But I I I don't know the last time an NFL team activated two long snappers on game day. Yeah. Um, it's that would be more common in high school than than NFL. So Matt Overton is in the building. Um, got practice in yesterday. What's Important to note here is, you know, Matt Overton's been in the league for a while. He's bounced around a bunch of places, which also makes you a little nervous. The the biggest thing here is the chemistry. I think, um, you know, w- when a snapper holder and kicker work together, every single day since starting training camp and they literally know the spin on the ball is going to be in the right spot like that's part at the nfl level you are snapping to get the laces perfect when trenton gill catches it that's how good these nfl snappers are and so everything from a 0.01 on the timer um because they they clock these snaps and everything it can disrupt just the timing of a kick and it can it can honestly impact both accuracy and distance on a kick trajectory the whole thing so it might not seem like a big deal but this actually could be a big deal if this game comes down to a field goal and i think we all expect this to be a close football game so i i don't i don't uh you know blame anyone for not caring too much about this situation but it's definitely something you, as uh, you can my, imagine, my I'm no, paying attention to the rest of the
0: week. Nobody worries about the long snapper until he messes up, right? It, it, it absolutely matters. Those guys are close. to chemistry is there. They're all three of them are always, always together. And the Bears are the Packers of long snapping, right? You go from Pat Manley to Pat Scales, that's like Brett Favre to, to A-Rod of long <laughs> snapping. To,
1: to, uh, well said. To, uh, to <laughs> wrap up the Hogue segment here, we're going to do a game that I just – uh, came up with this, which is Hoag versus Braggs. And, and we're going to start oh, with, with the, the one and only Matt Overton. Hogue, look up. No, no computers. You two, you got to stare right at me. Name a team that Matt Overton played for, Braggs. He's played for five. I don't. The Giants. You got to guess. <laughs> played for five teams. The Giants. The Giants is wrong. Hoag, can uh, you name a team that her. Matt Overton played for? I don't know.
3: Omaha Nighthawks.
2: Wow. Wow, we went deep. We did this yesterday. Wow. We named all the teams yesterday. We did? Yeah. Where was I? Remember? I, almost,
3: I don't think I don't
2: think we yeah, did Nick it on the show. Nick we Moriano, definitely looked at it. Up. On his hit, gave you the background that is true. on Matt Overton.
3: Oh, yeah. I was listening, listening
2: oh, and clearly you two clearly weren't because you, you just. I just don't were... have a good memory, but I'm. I'm telling you, this, was, this information <laughs> I that it. was already given on our show. Okay,
1: well, I From don't, the great I, Nick Moriano. I obviously tuned out at that point. Sorry, Nick. Sorry to me. I'll he try to be better. He literally
2: said. Carm, I have the Matt Overton information for you specifically.
1: <laughs> well, and I I'm am. I'm That's playing, why I tuned out. The, the point like, I is I that care. I'm playing the Matt Overton <laughs> trivia game, and you're failing. So, Ho, can you name a, an NFL team that he played for? Can Tennessee you Tennessee Titans. That's correct. You got a chance. Leave me alone. Okay, so you lose that one. Now, the, <laughs> now the second one, uh, Braggs, we'll start with you. Who did the Bears sign to be potentially the backup quarterback on, on Sunday?
3: Hog? Do you know? Oh, it's Matt. Starts with an S. Um, is there, S uh, is the last name. And, he, and he's local. I can tell you his high school: Marion Central Catholic. Uh, that gets oh. me the win. Come on, I just can't remember his last name. You,
1: you—he did go to Marion Central Catholic. His name is Chris Streveler.
2: Streveler. It's
3: just the, like
1: I said, Matt Streveler. <laughs> the, the, the Streveler. Bear
2: or not a bear? Uh,
1: there we go. If you can name where he went to college, there's two of them. I'll be real impressed. Either of you in this home game, you're losing, by the way. Just leave me alone. Colorado
3: School of Mines.
1: Illinois State. Ashland College. He went to Minnesota, then transferred to South Dakota. Know your Bears if he has to come in on Sunday. He's most recently played for the Jets. Um and that will be, he was a Grey Cup champion, by the way, in 2019. He was the CFL rushing touchdowns co-leader in 2019. Hashtag welcome to the Bears. Our guy, you played for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. There's a sweet picture of him with his shirt unbuttoned and you can, and he's got sunglasses on. Chris Stravler, baby.
2: Chris Streveler. Bring it.
3: Well. That's all I got. Thank you, Hogue. <laughs> Sorry if your guy Tyson Bajan is too sick to be the backup on Sunday. Well, which
1: come. why we don't need Strubler. We all know that Bajan will be healthy by Sunday because he's Tyson Bajan, and he's and – he's, he's, he's he, in fact, he's, 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 he's
2: Bay God. Bay God. Bay, he's Bay God. Bay God. Somebody <laughs> did do the research on your clip of saying that you'd rather have Tyson Bajan than Justin Fields if the Bears played the Super Bowl tomorrow, and yep. I will be – Find I will be clipping that and sending it all I across I, social I, I, media I, I, platforms. I, since you wanted I, to say you never said it, I want, I want to, I want to see the clip. Yeah. I, wow. I That's he our, did so
3: he did say it because I didn't said remember. It, it. He said it after I they said, beat the Raiders. I uh, said,
2: I said,
1: if I had to choose one or the other, yeah. right now, oh. I would take Nick. Patient. Nick
2: Hayjack oh. hey just sent me the the He's clip got the and clip. the minute mark. So wow. prepare. This is what you get for That's your my, claypool jokes. That is crazy. Is what you get.
0: We
1: should, we should. Clip that, and then we should clip everything that you've said ever.
2: <laughs> uh, Take, right. that. Take about like, that for
1: a little bit. Hey, I gotta own it. I I, I I was ty curious, and I was and I was and I was uh, at that point in time. I wasn't the only one that was having many many
0: adjusted Fields
1: questions. So, all right, we gotta go. I'm getting the signal from Law. Hoger,
0: we'll see right, you guys. Sunday for pregame. Love Talk the Coach Daddy that. Science. My new favorite yep. backdrop item for podcasts. Yeah. Yep.
1: All right, uh, let's get some super chats in before we go here. Line them up, little dog. Who, who we, we got total malarkey, 20 bucks. Go, Pat, go, baby. That's that's uncalled for, total Malarkey. That. Uh, but this rivalry is definitely better when there is real competition, so I hope you all build around fields so we can see good, tough NFC North football for years to come between love and fields. All right, you need to chill out, total Malarkey. Malarkey
0: runs it back, he says. My concern for the other team's perspective isn't the offense, it's the defense. They've made mediocre QBs into Player of the Week winners several times recently, and the other team's defense has never handled running quarterbacks well. Thank you, total. Addy, you want to come on come out on, here? Duke. You can come on out. Uh, this is
1: our the the this is the best the best brags right That's here. Right,
0: it's uh-huh. the, it's the only good thing brags. All right,
2: done. so the Duke 1999 super chat, Addison. I'm sorry, but I picked. <laughs> The Packers, I can never pick the Bears to win again until they do it, Addy. They're to beat the Pack. I hate myself for saying it, but would such a Bears thing to do come out and look lost on Sunday and get smoked? That's right. We always get That's our it. hopes up.
0: I'm on the record with that.
2: All right. Get over here, <laughs> Dancing Queen. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm the same as Duke. I'm on the record. I said the next time the Bears beat the Packers, my prediction will be wrong because I'm not picking them until they do it.
2: Yeah, freebird. Say uh, something uh, mean to me. Uh, in the by the chat way, what we just right what now. we just saw right
1: there is was the inner brags. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was inner
2: brags right there. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> oh, she is every bit me. I prayed. Go see mommy. You you crazy. I no, go go no, see no, mommy. No, no, no. Get out of here. Okay. Go! What are you, you, Santa Claus from a Christmas story with the boot? All right, we got to get through these
1: because the Cubs Uh, are I'll do it. Super Chat 1999, what would be more dramatic? This is from our guy Michael Rodzina. What would be more dramatic, Addy, than polls storming into the locker room after a win and announcing, congrats, guys. I want the people in this room to hear it first. We're running it back with Justin. Locker room and city would flip. It's true they
0: would. You're absolutely right. He's not going to do that. They flip. Please don't do that, polls. We are leveraging this thing for as much as we can get. Yeah. Yeah. the Duke comes back 1999 has Justin ever played well against a primarily zone scheme I think that's what Hogg was just mentioning as well I'm genuinely asking the Duke says having his have his only great games been against man if so I've just made myself even more terrified for Sunday. <laughs> well it's a, it's a big
2: that's Look, what I mean. It's like it's it's only so Bears to lose this game because it's so Bears. But on paper, they have yeah. the best defense. Like Hoke said, that's yeah. the best unit on the field. I, I the, like the Packers' offense. Our defense isn't very good. The Bears should score points, but
0: oh, uh, he's definitely better against man because they turn their back. They get to chasing people across the field, and that's when his running lanes open up. Four ninety nine also from the Duke. If we're taking a shot on anyone
1: in the draft, this guy has to take a big swing on Marvin Harrison Jr. That's it's an interesting one. Like me and if the Duke you could, if,
0: if, if would you except trade? He's rich. You know, <laughs> what's that? I said me and the Duke are the same person, except he's got yeah. money.
1: <laughs> uh, Frank, the Bears fan, four ninety nine Duke. I'm going to have that as a topic. By the way, uh, into our offseason. um, just whether or not how people, people would feel. The Bears like, we can't take any risks. I'm taking them number
2: one. I'm not, the I'm not getting draft capital, period. Hogan, the chat said, did Braggs just kick his daughter live on the internet? Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> we all need a kick in the butt sometimes. 499 Super Chat from Frank, the Bears fan. Will you stop kicking? Plus to have CHGO in my life. Wouldn't want to be a loser from Green Bay where they don't have anything in their lives besides watching football brick by brick. Appreciate you, Frank, the Bears fan. And yeah, Justin, Justin Fields taking some Shots yeah. at, at the Green Bay locals. This is fascinating.
0: Isaac comes back five dollars. We appreciate it. Speaking of Dan Whedoner, yeah, you guys he, did talk about this. He, he comped uh, the Chiefs with seventeen with uh, Smith and 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 Patrick Mahomes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Isaac.
1: Thank you, Isaac. Appreciate you. What else we got, Law? Big cram. I saw you earlier. Sorry, we didn't get you till now. Nine ninety nine. It's as easy as just closing your eyes and you could picture Caleb in a winning locker room wrapping. Earned it by Chief Keef. I, I couldn't <laughs> have said that more pathetically <laughs> or more old man whitely. If you can't, then you have uh. your answer and you
0: could keep Justin. I thought I was here for a reason, but I, clearly I, can you, I'm can not. You, can you? Can you? Can
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to. I mean, that was a terrible job. I need, I, that's where reading true super chats in, 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 ahead of, would have helped me <sighs> greatly. I think I just ruined any cred that I had whatsoever with the street. Okay. Uh, who's next?
0: D. Larso. oh, the Larso fifteen. Okay, uh, appreciate you four ninety nine. What I don't understand is the notion that Fields' potential has been reached. Fields' upside is top three in the NFL. Higher potential and upside than Caleb Williams.
1: I agree. Sung Ho Lee, who was in yesterday, now back today. I, th- I think we figured I was coming from Korea. Is that right? Yes, South Korea. That's amazing. Uh, three things I know about Caleb Williams. One. 39.1 pressure grade, according to Pro Football Focus 2, 3.1 seconds average time to throw. Three, he is smaller and slower than Justin Fields. Okay, Sung Ho, you, you clearly want to stick with Justin. Appreciate you with the details there. Next is potentially Armando, $1.99. Is it possible for JF1 uh, in a future uh, pod? We We would love it. We absolutely would love it.
2: That's right. Zach Ferguson, 999 Super Chat. Frustrating to hear people say this stretch shouldn't change the decision. Look at the totality, but that's called progress. Give more weight to recent games. That's the trajectory. I agree. You should put more stock in the last six games than the six games prior prior to that. I mean, you have to – there's context where, yes, it's taken too long to get to this point, but, you know, there's context for why the chemistry took a minute to come together. Injuries – you know, chemistry, et cetera.
1: Right. Quickly wrapping up, Cubs coming up here. British Bear, Phil Cundy, $5. If you haven't watched Tremaine Edmonds mic'd up, it's worth a watch. The dude is a great teammate. Yep. Bear out, 100% on and that. he says brick by brick in the mic'd up. It's okay, I, I, I Thank you. Yeah, you're K- welcome. Kiss, you missed that. Chris R 499 <laughs> disagree on the locker room. What was it like after Denver-Cleveland? Of course, it's fun when you're winning. Let's not forget... With the opposing QBs, where I would quibble with that, Chris, just telling you. like, But they, it they is can- a
2: good point. This is the first defense – this is the first chance for this defense to beat a quarterback that's had a really good year – you know, the, some of these other quarterbacks. should Jason
0: Goff. I mean, what's his name? Goff? What's uh, but, his name? But he, but Goff, he,
2: he, he, yes,
1: but he's and Flacco. The, those are the two best. He's talking about the locker room, though, and I, w- I would just say they, they bounce back from tough losses, that locker room. So I think they get credit for coming out of that. Of course, they were bummed after they lost. Those be
0: depressing locker rooms for sure. TBU.
1: TBU. TBU, thank you so much for that. Uh, thank you. Why don't we do <laughs> what we did last year, trade the first overall for a haul and continue to build around Fields, and if Fields doesn't work out, we have two first-round picks next year to get a quarterback beared out uh tbu they very well might but the difference is that this is quarterback class is awful strong yeah right is. yeah uh, can you
2: trade up for a quarterback that you feel is th- as high a prospect as as caleb or if, if that's how Poles feels
0: all ethan right. rucker 999 i i want to keep fields but if we do trade him take caleb that also makes me excited all the hype around him and his ceiling is fun to think about just nervous we won't make the right call
1: Thank you, Ethan. MW87, $5. If the head coach or offensive coordinator come back and, and are not fired after the season, is that a hint of them keeping Justin Fields? Doesn't make sense to keep JF1 and have him uh, learn another
0: system. Yeah, we talked about it. Flus is back, and I tend to think the other two are married together. Christian Gutierrez, 10 bucks. Appreciate it. It's the 4th of January, and I insanely chuckle to myself randomly because that's exactly where I'm headed. Insane Island. We got four months left, and I was checked out with these Phil's convos two months ago. Hang in there because there's more coming.
2: Well, I feel like we have moved from the toxicity of the conversation, mm-hmm. and now it's getting it's a little more levity to it. Like we've plowed through the, the nastiness of it for the last two months that I think we've kind of lost some of that You're, energy. You might be smoking something
1: on that one. There's going to be plenty of
2: toxic <laughs> There's a lot of
1: toxicity coming. I think
2: we've worn ourselves out from it. It's already been going on long enough. $5 from Alex.
1: I would give my entire life savings to knock the cheeseheads out of the playoffs on Sunday. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Ethan Rucker 999 the third scenario if we trade fields we could also trade the first pick uh, we could also trade the first pick draft Marvin Harrison jr. with our own pick and draft Michael Penix jr. I think we could be the best quarterback who who I think could be the best quarterback in the draft we look back at the class that that we were actually talking about that before the show today Ethan that's unlikely and we actually think I think you've we've got it on the pen, show you've
2: got the penix fever i do right have now. the penix
1: fever i think everybody does after watching him in the semifinals that he's was outstanding
2: insane. so big cram 9.99 super chat carm after that read i'm gonna start contemplating changing my name to hollywood Hogue or flip-flop brags excellent uh big cram you you, you might want to do that don't do
1: that you stick with big cram we're together 49.99 50 dollars for addison
2: Eddie, you got a 50 super chat, chat from you. duke
1: chat you clean up your mouth Brad's look like such a great dad come on back here Addie herb you are my man we see things the same herb actually left this, left the show to go to the bathroom I'm thinking and it's the first time you could put Addie in that chair if you want by the way she can have her own chair oh go in the other chair yeah. there you go and, and and that is how we will say goodbye to you
2: Addie right. you want to you sing you bear, say, down? You say, you say bear down so let's start get on the mic. Bear down. Get on the mic. Chicago Bears. Make every play clear the way. You got to sing it. To victory. Bear down. Sing it. Chicago Bears. Put up a fight with our might. So, sing it. Fear, you know the words you get getting camera shot. No, All right. She tried. She tried. That's We're it. learning.
3: I'm trying now. All right. We, mute
2: her mic. Mute my
1: mic. We will see you on Sunday for pregame Woo. Bears brothers tomorrow. Bears. Addie, best show we've ever had because of you. Beard. Thanks so much for
2: watching. Wave goodbye, Addy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Beard, oh. oh God.